Welcome to Swarupa Vidya Ashram. My name is Swami Nirmalananda. Each audio is a discourse that I offered at a satsang, a free meditation program, and was followed by meditation. These teachings address the underlying questions of life. Who am I? Why am I here? How do I do what I came here to do? I went to my guru with these same questions. While he gave me the teachings I share here, most importantly, he gave me the inner experience they describe. This is why I teach, to share the same with you, both the theory and the inner experience of your own inherent divinity. The bliss of consciousness is your birthright. Meditate and discover that you are greater than you could ever imagine. Guru Brahma, Guru Vishnu, Guru Devo Maheshvara, Guru Sakshat Parabrahma Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha, Om Swarupa Swaswapavanamo Namaha, Om. I bow to my own self. I bow to my Baba's own self. I bow to his Baba's own self. I bow to your own self. Your own beingness, your own essence, your own shivaness. Again and again, I bow. Om Swarupa Swaswa Bhava Namo Namah. The bliss that rages continually. If you're not yet living in the bliss that rages continually, it means you lose your own self. You get caught up in things dependent on specific outcomes needy and impatient, or you get lost in your own mind, you can have the mind that rages continually. The goal is the bliss that rages continually. This is how my Baba described it. It is the ease of being centered and grounded in the inner infinity. When you know your own self, You live in the inner continuity of your own beingness, the unchanging reality that lies at the foundation of all existence, 
you know your own self. Everything we do is to give you the experience of your own self. That's what meditation is about. And all the other wonderful practices, including our chant today. And the yoga classes with poses and yogic breathing. Even seva, the volunteer work, and certainly studying the teachings like we're doing now. All of these prepare you for meditation. Everything points to meditation. It's like when you're driving into the Lincoln Tunnel, all the signs are pointing you in the right direction. Then the tunnel takes you to your destination. What is that destination? Your own self. When you have an experience of your own self, you are experiencing God inside. It's not like God has invaded you from the outside. What's happening is that you are experiencing the God within you, your own godness. You even see it in our mantra, Shivaya. This is your own Shivaness. Your own Shivaness is always at the foundation of your being. <sighs> You're usually looking the other direction. Outward to the world or tied up in your mind again. When you don't know your own divine essence, you feel empty. Then you look outside to get filled up. Most people look for other people to fill them up. Some people look for God to fill them up, as though God were located on the outside. That's called religion or worship or even spirituality. Yoga is not religion even though I do talk about God. Yoga is not even spirituality, technically. Yoga is pure mysticism. Yoga is about the mystical experience of that which is called God, the mystical inner experience, that there is only one reality here, which is God being you. Baba defined God for us. He said, God is an experience, an extraordinary inner experience. He didn't say that God is an object of worship, not a heavenly ruler, not the origin of the universe, not the judge who will decree where you go after death. He didn't say that God is the source of blessings, the source of miracles, the one who always loves you, even when you deny or turn away. God loves you. It's true. But that's not what Baba said. He said, God is an experience, an extraordinary inner experience. What he's saying is that it's not about God. It's about you. What is your experience? When you experience God, where is that experience happening? Inside. It's an inner arising. The experience of God is an extraordinary inner experience. And when you have the experience, you know that is what you were looking for. Before I met my Baba, I was a seeker. I looked in many places. 
I yearned to know God. My seeking brought me to my Baba. With him, my inner experiences were so tangible, so reliable, so frequent, so fulfilling, so rich and meaningful that there was nowhere else I wanted to be. So I went to live and study with him for years. What an extraordinary time. I lived with God, and I knew it. After I returned, one Sunday I went to church with my parents. It was their 50th wedding anniversary, and they were being honored, so I was happy to join them. At the beginning of the service, the choir and the minister marched down the central aisle singing to God. And I was filled with God like I had only ever experienced with Baba. It was extraordinary. And it was familiar, for it was the reason that I had lived with him. As a feeling arose within, a thought leapt into my mind. Oh, God is here too. I had only experienced this extraordinary inner experience with Baba. Having it in church was a huge surprise to me, especially this church, because it was the church I had left in order to go be with Baba. I left because I couldn't find God there, but God was there all along. Yes, God is everywhere, in every place, in every time, outside in nature, inside every building, outside of every person, and inside of every person, being everything. Being everyone, including you. God is omnipresent. But if you're not having the experience, then you cannot find God. And the experience is so rare that Baba calls it extraordinary. Except with the Guru, it's not rare. It's Always. And it's always extraordinary. Exalted, expanded, uplifting, transformative. But with the guru, it's not rare. That's why I went to live with Baba. So it wouldn't be rare. So I could live with God. So I could find God inside. And never lose God again. That's why. Everything we do here is to give you this extraordinary inner experience, the experience of God within, God being you. This is the experience of your own self. This is what meditation is about. And all of yoga's other wonderful practices, from poses through breathing, chanting, seva, and certainly the study of the teachings, they all prepare you for this experience. The whole point is for you to have an experience of your own self. For when you are experiencing self, you're experiencing your own godness, your own shivaness. Over 20 years ago, Rabbi David A. Cooper published a book with a radical title, God is a Verb. He focused on God's living presence, his loving support. He focused on God's beingness, 
and what God does. It's a great way of redefining God. But Baba is giving a different definition, an extraordinary experience. Baba is focused on you, not on God. Baba is focused on what your experience is when you experience God and who you are when you experience God. Are you being filled by God, by something that will drain away after a little while? When you're being filled by something external, it's going to drain away. In religion, you get filled by God for a little while. You are radiant for a while. You are fulfilled for a while. You can even approach meditation that way. You'll be uplifted and transformed for an hour. Then you go back to normal again. Yoga is about you finding God's living presence within you as you. Just as Baba said again and again, honor your own self. Bow to your own self. Worship your own self. God dwells within you as you. I say it this way. That which you call God is found inside as your own self. You don't merely have an experience of Shiva. You are Shiva. That's why I went to study with Baba. And that's what he gave me. He called it the bliss that rages continually. (sighs) I'll go back to the church with my parents that Sunday. The choir was standing in the central aisle singing a joyous song to God. I used to sing in that choir. And I was being filled, an inner arising, extraordinary experience of God. It's one of the sweetest memories in my life. And so educational for me. I learned so much in that moment. I was truly transformed. For I discovered that it is the inner experience that matters. It's not about what's on the altar or what's hanging on the wall. It's not about candle flames or flowers, not even about songs or sacred quotes. It's about what happens inside for you. What happened inside for me when I was with Baba was that I found God. I discovered my own shivaness. That's what the guru does. The guru gives you your own self. The guru gives you God on the inside. Baba said it this way. We should fully understand what it is that we are to attain from the guru. He went on. By being with the guru, we're not supposed to merely study the scriptures or just to go on thinking. We're supposed to attain inner meditation. The true meaning of meditation is becoming immersed in the thought-free state. This state is love. It is truth. Do you understand what it is that you attain from the guru? 
It is the extraordinary inner experience. It is love with a capital L. It is truth with a capital T. You are not merely being filled by God. You are discovering your own godness. Oh, Shiva. How do you get there? By osmosis. It's the sweetest of yoga's methodologies. Just hang out with the guru and you'll catch the vibe. Lokananda Samadhi Sukham, Shiva Sutras, Chapter 1, Verse 18. Lokananda Samadhi Sukham. In every moment, such a yogi experiences the delight of eye consciousness. And there is transmission of this experience to those who come in contact with him. This sutra gives us two interrelated teachings. One, what is the state of a great being? Two, what is the experience of those who spend time with such a being? Lokananda Samadhi Sukha. Lokananda means the place or loka of ananda, bliss. In the inner absorption of deep meditation called samadhi, the bliss is constant, arising from within. You know this when you surface from samadhi, meditative absorption, you kind of bob up and you can tell that you were in a deeply blissful place within. My experience of it was always, oh, I want to go back in there. How do you get there? You get there the same way you got there the first time. And I'll teach you how in our meditation today. You use the enlivened, empowered mantra of this tradition. Baba's mantra. Om Namah Shivaya. I bow to my own Shivaness. Lokananda Samadhi Sukham. We've looked at two of the Sanskrit words. Lokananda, the bliss of the place. And Samadhi, meditative absorption. Now, Sukham. Many of you know it from yoga poses. Sukhasana, the seated pose, is named for sukha, which means easy. Sukhasana is the easy meditation pose. And I'll teach you that when we begin our meditation as well. So let's put it all together. Lokananda Samadhi Sukham. What does it mean? The bliss of Samadhi is easily accessed in all lokas. Every loka or location is a place of bliss for such a yogi brings their inner bliss with them everywhere they go. It is the ease of being enlightened, living in the constant inner fullness of beingness. Oh, Shiva. This is about the state of such a master. This is why I went to live and study with my Baba. But he had something I'd never seen anyone else have. What did he have? He had his own self. He had God. And I wanted what he had. But he didn't just have it and let it be seen. He shared. He emanated the bliss of consciousness. 
Just like sitting in the sun makes you warm, sitting with Baba gave us bliss. We thought it came from him, but it actually came from inside, except when we were with him, that extraordinary experience arose within. In the commentary to this sutra, the sage Shemaraja explained it this way. Such a yogi, by abiding in his own self, makes his delight manifest among those people who carefully observe him in that state. This happens by the process of transmission of delight. It's like with tuning forks. If I hold a tuning fork and you hold a matching one and I strike mine on something, yours will begin to vibrate and make it sound. So when I sat with Baba, his shivanness triggered my own to arise within, drenching my mind and heart and body in bliss. But it wasn't Baba's bliss. It was the bliss of my own self. That's why I have named this building Lokananda the place or loka of Ananda bliss. This is your bliss place. You come here in person or zooming in, so you experience the bliss of consciousness, but the bliss is inside. This is the experience of your own self, your own godness. It is an extraordinary inner experience. In another section, Kshemaraja quotes the Chandranyana, a very poetic and deeply meaningful passage. As the moon, pure like a flower, shines all round and by its gentle rays gladdens the world in an instant. Even so, O goddess, when such a yogi moves about in the world, he gladdens all with the gentle rays of his moonlike spiritual awareness. As the moon, pure like a flower, shines all round and by its gentle rays gladdens the world in an instant. Even so, O oh goddess, when such a yogi moves about in the world, he gladdens all with the gentle rays of his moonlike spiritual awareness. Lokananda Samadhi Sukham. We've looked at how this sutra gives us two interrelated teachings. One, the inner state of a great being is one of constant self-knowingness and bliss. Two, those who spend time with such a being are irradiated by their bliss and knowingness. These are interrelated. Because if the yogi weren't in such a great state, they couldn't share. You see, others want to share their state with you, too. If you spend time with a sad person, you end up sad. If you're with hypercritical people, you'll find your inner critic. If you are with happy people, you get happy, even for a while. So if you spend time with one who knows the self, you're going to experience your own self. It shouldn't be surprising that bliss is contagious. 
Now, the sage did note, this happens for those people who carefully observe the master in their great state. But some people don't have this experience. And you may even find that you have it on some days and you don't on others. Baba explained this. He said that if you're focusing your mind on all your problems and negativities, you won't be uplifted. You might even get angry at the guru. Why? Because the Shakti, the guru's energy, is already dissolving your mental constructs, but you're trying to hold on to them. It's a push-me-pull-you, like the critter in Dr. Doodle, and you get caught in the middle. Baba said, many people complain to me, although I have been meditating, reading, and taking different courses for a long time, I still do not experience anything. If I feel any love, it vanishes immediately and the same old negativities arise again. Baba continued. He said, I asked them, on what do you meditate? If you were to contemplate God while sitting for meditation, you would certainly be purified. Instead, you think and contemplate without any understanding and therefore get nowhere. Understand this and be patient. Be patient? Why, Baba? Why be patient? Because sitting in the sun will make you warm, even if you're mentally reviewing all your traumas and fears. The gladdening rays emanating off a siddha will win out, even if you resist. This is the point of having a Shaktipat guru, one who prompts the inner arising of your own self within yourself. In this yogic system, the practices we do are for the purpose of invoking your experience of self. I described it this way in our new month's teachings article. You get there by doing yogic practices to invoke your inherent wholeness of being. Like with anything you practice, you get good at it. Thus, you're able to live in an easy inner constancy. Yoga calls this self, spelled with a capital S. Ultimately, there's really only one choice for you to make. Do you want the mind that rages continually? Or do you want the bliss that rages continually? Om Swarupa Swaswa Bhava Namo Namaha.